the Hope FM Breakfast Show, brought to you by Creative Dental Clinic Budapest. Get the dental health you and your mouth deserve. Visit creativedental.eu. That's creative, starting with a K and ending with a V, dentalclinic.eu. Now, very sadly, uh, in in, our, in this day and generation, uh, we hear a lot about abuse of different kinds. And sometimes people can think that maybe abuse is, is just primarily uh, directed at women and sometimes uh, children and young people. But it's also directed at men. And one organization, uh, Mankind, is doing something about that in terms of supporting uh, men who find themselves in that position. And the chairman uh, of the organization joins me now. His name is Mark Brooks. So, Mark, Mankind, uh, first of all, tell us a little bit more about what the organization is and, and, and how it came about. Well, we're a domestic abuse charity that's been running for over 20 years now. And we were set up by men and women in, in the southwest of England, but we operate right across England now. And it was set up because it was felt that there was no support for men who were going through domestic abuse, either physical abuse, but also things like economic abuse, being, um, being isolated from friends and family, and also being controlled. And it was felt that such a service was needed, um, sadly in many respects that it was needed, but over the last 20 years, we, we, we help thousands of men every, every single year. How, how prevalent is it? I mean, obviously, you know, when you think about abuse, I mean, we hear it so much more connected with women and, and indeed children and young people, maybe less so in terms of men, but how prevalent an issue is it? Well, one in, one in six men, these are government figures, um, say that they will be a victim of or have been a victim of domestic abuse at some time in their life. I um, mean, the figures are around one in four women. So... Um, and it's obviously never a competition between men and men and women. So, but one in six men. So it is far more prevalent and common than people really think. And part of that is because often it's not talked about. It's not often in the media. The government don't talk about it as much. But also, not as many men actually come forward. Well, of course, picking that last point that you made about men not coming forward, I mean, that's a known fact. Because obviously, even with going to the doctor, uh, men just simply avoid it if they can. And, and certainly, we we tend not to be want to talk t- about our personal issues. How do you get over uh, that challenge and, and encouraging men, I guess who in the first instance phone your helpline? Well, well, first of all, certainly things like our helpline, which are anonymous, so that means that men can call us and, and other helplines, knowing that we won't tell anybody that they've that they've actually that they've actually called, um, and so so that really helps men. Also, having really good information on websites because lots of men just want to get the information they need to then go about escaping from domestic abuse without necessarily telling anybody. The other issue is about making sure that local services are very clear that they will help men, that men who do come to them will be believed and taken seriously. Because for many men, they fear that if they do tell a friend or a family member, somebody at work or the GP or, or the police, they, they fear that they won't be believed. 
20 years ago when we were set up, I would say that was very common. But it, it, it's not common now. And the police, and GPs and others will definitely believe and support men who come forward. Uh, during the COVID period, you know, when I mean, obviously we know there was a lot of domestic I- issues through that, that extended time of, of isolation. Did, did you notice a rise and particularly in the calls and, uh, and needs for support coming your way? I mean, we, we certainly did. I mean, we saw, saw our calls go up by around a quarter. Um, but also the, the key thing that was happening was that COVID and the lockdowns didn't actually cause necessarily more domestic abuse. It just made the domestic abuse that was already happening even worse. And so we were seeing more men come forward who were in far more desperate need of support than they had been, uh, than callers that we had before. And I think that that was the main effect. And of course, it was more difficult at that time to find somewhere to go to leave because obviously we weren't even meant to be, you know, going out of our homes. So it made existing matters worse. And ours and other helplines certainly saw an increase in calls across the board. And how do you operate as an organisation then? Do you, do you have uh, trained volunteers? I mean, how, how do you support? Because obviously it's a very necessary service and you're offering it on, on a national basis. So how do, you, how do you keep the wheels oiled, if you like? Well, well, our, well, our helpline is reliant on public donations, so public uh, donate to us, do fundraising events, sponsorships by companies and other organisations. Um, and that means that we can employ um, a number of people to run our helpline. So, so that's really, really important. The, the other thing is we do lots of training for police forces and councils, and so that our trained staff um, are travelling around the UK all of the time, trying to make sure that there are better local services uh, for men who, who are going through this. But we are reliant on the public, and they've been very kind to us over the last 20 years. And then if volunteers are joining you to man those phone lines and so on, do you put them through a, a training programme? And In fact, how do you recruit the people that, that are on the end of the phone? Yeah, we, we well we we recruit them uh, when we when we had the funding to, um, but we recruit them uh, locally, so they're all based in one particular office and area because we think that that's really important. But also we've got a, um, a trained team of what we call uh, independent domestic violence advisors, which is our the core professional term for people working in the domestic abuse sector, and they make sure that they're well trained in actually supporting those men who do come forward. Now, how did you come to be involved? I mean, obviously, uh, uh, you know, it's a big job being chairman of an organisation where demand is is growing. How, how did your involvement begin? Well, actually, I used to be a local elected councillor some, well, 20, 20 plus years ago. And um, I, I had a constituent who was a male victim and he was in a council home with his two children and he had a violent partner who'd actually had a police caution. Um, but the thing was that when he went to the poli- to, sorry, local council to get rehoused with his children, the council didn't really take him seriously because he was a man. And that's when I got 
he came to me and I managed to get him some help. But that's what then piqued my interest in the whole area because, you know, like so many, I'd never heard of any man being a victim of domestic abuse. I never thought it ever actually happened. And that's when I decided that I wanted to find out more and also volunteer and support a charity working in this area. Well, uh, let's have your your first piece of music. Now, this piece of music uh, by uh, Clive uh, Lever was actually written for the charity. There, is there a bit of a story behind it? Well, yes, yes, indeed. Well, well, well Clive, Clive has experience um, um, around these issues, and he he's been volunteering for us for a number of years. He's also um, partially sighted as well. Um, and what he wanted to do was really help our fundraising and help raise the issue of. Uh, domestic abuse for men through song uh through this song and because he's a he's been a a musician for decades now he felt that this was the best way to actually do that and um it's been a very popular song and has worked wonders for us well we'll have a listen to it and then we'll come back and talk some more about how people can access uh, your service and what happens whenever they make that phone call Uh, so clive take it away your pride somewhere along the way I know what you're going through I've been there too now let your new life start today you're not alone I'm only as far as you phone I'll be your friend I'll stand by you till the end And when you can't find peace in your home You're not alone Some will say They won't believe It's easier said than done You're not weak, you're not to blame Don't be ashamed Remember you're the broken one You're not alone I'm only as far as your phone I'll be your friend I'll stand by you till the end And when you can't find peace in your home You're not alone Don't they say the trouble shared divides by two I'll see you through 
Uh, you're not alone there, sung by Clive Lever. Uh, of course, I believe he went through uh, some domestic abuse challenges uh, himself, and you heard there from Mark that he was uh, he is partially sighted. Well, I first heard about Mandrake through a lovely chap uh, who sent me an email. His name is John Mandrake. If John, if you're listening this morning, thank you so much uh, for all that you do for the for the charity. Uh, John sent me an email. He said, you you know, could we do something to draw the charity's uh, attention? But he didn't. He went further than that. Uh, he talked to me about running the little support uh, public service notice uh, that you've been hearing playing regularly in Hope FM. And when we are so committed as a station to to helping men who are in this position, that we are going to uh, we're going to keep running this ad uh, for for a year or so. Uh, and John has very generously given us a donation, and I guess he's one of many who support the Mankind organisation. Because as you heard uh, Mark saying there, there is always a need for finance. Uh, to keep the wheels turning in this very necessary service. Now, if you haven't heard that promo, well, here it is. Many men suffering abuse at the hands of their partners think they're to blame, that they're weak. That is not the case. We are here for you. We are the Mankind Initiative, and we have been helping men escape from domestic abuse since 2001. Call us on our helpline, 01 823-334244. That is 018233344. The lines are open from 10 till 4, Monday to Friday. Remember, you're not alone. Well, that's the that's the key phrase there. You're not uh, alone. And uh, Mark, if somebody was to phone that number, what actually happens? Well, you know, if if I phoned that number today, uh, what would I experience on the other end of the phone? Well, what you what you would get would be a kind listening ear from our trained team who would who would go through um, talk to you about your experience. Um, for many men that call us, they've never actually told anyone at all that they've been going through this. So they would talk through that experience um, and confirm that what they're going through is domestic abuse. And then what we would also then do is give them some basic information, but also importantly, signpost them to local organisations in their communities where they live that will give them practical one-to-one support because all local councils have to provide domestic abuse to people in their communities and that includes men as well as women. Now obviously over over the how many years has the organization been been established? Well, it's 22 years now, this year, 22 years. So that's 22 years of many phone calls and lots of, of uh, uh, experience. Uh, from, from the early days, you know, to, to uh, where we are now, do you think there's a greater awareness out there of, 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 of abuse generally and in particular abuse uh, of men? 
I, I, I do actually. I mean, I mean, when I got involved, um, there there was no one really talked about it. That that included the police and councils, GPs, as well as media and the public at large. Never saw anything on social media either. And I think what we've therefore seen has has been a big improvement on that. We've seen soaps run storylines featuring male victims. We've also seen uh, lots more police doing adverts. We've also seen councils commissioning and employing more people directly to support men, and that's been a that's been a real advantage, and that's something that's really really um, improved the whole issue. And that what that then means it has a knock on effect because it then means that there's more men come forward, men get a better response from friends and family who they confide in. And also we see an improvement in services run by local councils and the police. So, you know, the more we talk about it, the more men come forward and the better the support they will get. Now, now I know that the whole service is confidential and I don't, obviously, I don't expect you to share anything uh, personal with anybody. Could you give us some idea of the way people have been helped, uh, some of the stories that come your way uh, that might encourage people to, you know, if they find themselves in that situation or indeed if they know somebody who's in that situation, might encourage them to make that phone call? Well, 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 the key thing is, I mean, again, we've got trained professional people taking the calls who, who will believe you. And we have men uh, from all ages. We have men who are in, um, in their late teens up to men who are in their 80s who have been victims for many, many years. We have men calling us from all walks of life. So men who are unemployed or self-employed, builders, um, for example, people working in the trades, lorry drivers, and also we have politicians, we've had police officers, we've had GPs, bankers, and, and all sorts of other men from all walks of life calling us. And I think one of the key things is is that this can happen to any man anywhere with from any background. In addition, what we've also seen is that... Um, some, some of the men who have called us, we know that we've saved their lives because if they hadn't have called us, they wouldn't have been encouraged to go to the police, for example, or contact a local service. And of course, often it's not just about the men themselves. Many of the men that call us also have children. And we need to make sure that when we're thinking about the, the men, they won't obviously leave um, their home. Uh, with somebody who's being uh, violent or abusive and leave their children behind. So that's all of the, the kind of background to many of the calls that we get. And it's not always just physical violence. We get lots of men who are being psychologically controlled, being t- told they're worthless and useless. We get men being controlled by not being uh, having um, any access to sleep. So we get men who are deprived of sleep as a way of, of controlling them. And also we get many men who are cut off from their friends and family, for example, and told, you know, why do you want to see your friends anymore? You should spend all your time with me. So that gives you a broad variety of the types of calls. But our website has a lot more information. Um, and, you know, men can go on our website and see that information um, and see uh, what domestic abuse is and how they can get help.
And that website, of course, is mankind.org.uk. And the number which you're going to be hearing played out a lot on Hope FM, but uh, let me just give you the helpline number. That's 01823-334244. That's 01823-334244. And and right on the end of that uh, that line, there'll be somebody who will listen and, and and. to some extent, know uh, the impact that, that abuse in all of its forms has. I mean, I'm glad you said there about the emotional use, and, and I'm also glad that you said about saving people's lives, because I guess that, that unfortunately, the rise even in suicide among particularly young men is, is, is really on the rise. And I guess that you must, you must talk to many people who are pretty much at the end of their rope. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yes, we do. I mean, I mean, eighteen men a year die at the hands of their partner or, or ex-partner. So, um, so you know, it does happen in terms of you know murder, but also it, it does happen in terms of suicide. And we do get calls uh, where, where men are really worried about the, the men, their own mental health and the distress that the domestic abuse is, is causing them. And of course, you know, other organisations that deal with uh, faults of suicide, like the Samaritans, for example, are, are fully aware of the impact of uh, domestic abuse um, and the impact on women and as well as men. So they, they are, their teams are really trained to, to help with that as well. And often we will signpost men on to local mental health charities and also to organisations like the Samaritans if there is um, if, if, if they need that significant need. Well, Mark, thank you so much for uh, joining me uh, on the radio this morning. And uh, the, the, obviously the work that you and your colleagues are doing is not only really necessary, but as you quite rightly said, uh, saving lives. And of course, I like uh, emphasised both in, in Clive's song that we heard and indeed in your little promo ad there was, you're not alone. That's the clarion call, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're, you're not alone. There's helplines and charities, services and trusted friends and family. They will all help you.